Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And welcome back to the House of Pod. A very special COVID quarantine cast starring just me, Kave, your host of this medical podcast. Now, this will be probably the first and only episode with just me. Um, don't worry, I'm not gonna like go Mark Marin and just have like hour long discussions where it's just me talking. Nobody wants that. I don't want that. Uh, but I think for this show it's important that it's just me um i'll explain why so first uh in case you don't already know i got the covid i got the covid and if you've listened to the show you probably know that i'm pretty careful and i'm a cautious guy by nature so you may wonder how i got the covid i did not get it at work and I almost wish I did, to be honest with you. Like, it'd be much cooler if I, like, got it coding some patient. But uh, I didn't get it at work. I'm always very cautious with my PPE, my protective gear. I'm always very careful about that stuff. To the point where I'm sure my coworkers, you know, are, are having a good laugh about the fact that I'm one of the first people in our department to get it. But they deserve that because they're covering me. So thank you guys. In case any of you are listening, I really appreciate you guys covering me while I'm here. I really do. Um, so I didn't get it at work. Got it through the house. Uh, someone that takes care of our kids came in and they had symptoms. We tested them. They were positive. And then we were like, oh boy. <clears throat> so we all got tested. The rapid tests were all negative. And... We were like, okay, that's good, but we're not out of the window, so we'll have to retest. And then we, of course, are scrambling to find rapid antigen tests like anyone else would be. We also had to schedule some dates for the PCR test. That was also kind of a challenge. 
Um, as you guys know, I'm sure everyone out there understands this. <clears throat> I haven't heard of anyone finding them too easily, but if you if you don't have a problem, if you're able to, if you're able to afford it, and get a get a couple, get a couple when you can. Um, anyways, so uh, we we got the test. We were okay. Then I started to develop a little uh, tickle in the throat. I hate that phrase, by the way. Tickle in the throat. It's like one of the worst images I can imagine. Like someone tickling your throat. So I hate it. Anyways, that's what it was though. I had like a little tickle in my throat and uh, a little cough. <clears throat> and you know, I get allergies a lot. I have like, you know, some chronic uh, asthma type stuff, you know, uh, that, that can happen. So I didn't think too much of it, but you know, we thought, okay, let's get tested again. I got another rapid test and it was negative again. Now, in case you're wondering, I didn't do the whole uh, throat swab thing. I just used the nose. I know some people are saying now that you have to use the, to get the tonsils as well as the nose. I don't know if there's any proof behind that, but it probably does help. <clears throat> I am hearing about a lot of cases where it's negative on the rapid test and then positive on the PCR. I'm sure we'll hear more about that soon. And then uh, <clears throat> got the PCR test because my uh, we had scheduled it and my symptoms were getting worse, and that came back positive. And because I was, at this point, the only person in the family with a positive test, I decided to quarantine in a, a hotel room. So I am in a hotel room right now, um, and I am, man, lonely and bored. That's <laughs> probably why, I, like I was saying in the beginning, why I think it's sort of better that I do this episode just by myself, because... I don't know if you guys have done this before, but um, just to be holed up in a in a hotel room, um, it's uh, it, it can get to you after a while. Now, let me be really clear: I absolutely understand what kind of privilege I have that I can afford to do this. You know that I can afford to uh, get a hotel room for. Really, an unclear amount of days, um, depending on the CDC guidelines, and that's shifting pretty rapidly. But you know, I I recognize that I definitely do. But still, man, it's hard just to stay in a hotel room and do nothing. You know, I don't want the cleaning ladies coming in and being exposed. So um, it's you know, it's not the cleanest hotel room as I look around. Not too bad. Um, ordering food in and watching a lot of TV, trying to do a little bit of work when my mind is sort of cleared up. Um, and uh, you probably want to know a little bit about what the symptoms are like. You know, I've been hearing a lot of different things. You probably have too. Probably been hearing that sore throat is a hallmark of the, of the Omicron variant. I haven't really had much of that. That's not really been a factor for me. For me, it's been a cough, which is pretty typical for me when I get these any sort of viral illness, um, some sinus stuff, runny nose. Uh, it's better. It's getting better. I'm on the mend. Um, and I think everyone's course is a little bit different. I think the thing about this particular virus in general is that it can wax and wane. And that can be really frustrating to people. You can feel like you're getting better, the symptom will come back, and then 
they'll go and and uh, that might be sort of emblematic of the problem with covid as a, a bigger picture in the bigger picture you know we think that we're like getting a handle on it and then some new variant comes out and then sets us back but i think overall for both the micro and macro perspective i, I think things are getting better um and that's good uh good news it has not affected my appetite i'm uh, gonna keep this podcaster physique that you all love that's not going anywhere uh that's an interesting thing about this well i think when we're hopefully learn more about this one you know the difference in why it seems to affect more upper airway stuff as opposed to lower airway stuff maybe that's why it's affecting kids more maybe it's harder on them because you know the larynx of a kid isn't really fully developed and they're getting croup and that sort of issue whereas they're less likely to get pneumonitis from it i don't know i don't know it's still early to know i think and we're going to find out more hopefully anyways how do i feel about it i'm trying to be zen about it sometimes i am and sometimes i'm not you know it's uh it's like two years of being super cautious and two years of being extra careful of wearing my n95 for like nine to 12 hours straight at work, you know, not eating or drinking anything just so I can keep my mask on and do all my work, uh, not going to movie theaters, not eating inside at restaurants, all that stuff to do all that. And then still get it at the end. It's a bit frustrating, but I also recognize that, you know, one, I was lucky enough that I was able to avoid getting Delta uh, or the OG uh, variant, or I don't think you call it a variant if it's the original, but the original uh, COVID. So I, I'm I'm lucky. I I still feel that I got the vaccines. I got the boosters. I think honestly it could be so much worse. I could see how this could really suck if I didn't have this layer of protection to help me get through it. Um. So in general, I'm. I'm, you know, I'm in a fairly good state of mind about it, but it does annoy me. I can't help it. And there's a part of me that feels like uh, a little embarrassed. My pride is hurt. Like, you know, I'm someone who's really good at avoiding getting this sort of illness. And still, it found its way into my home and I was, and I still ended up with it. You know, there's a bit of pride that's that's hurt there and then there's a little bit of me that would have been nice to just you know you want to be that person in the movie that makes it to the end um but um i just i don't know it's a silly so silly way to think it really is i mean i it's no failure to get it it's no failure to get the the coronavirus the only failure would be if you didn't do everything you could to protect yourself and your family namely vaccines i think that's i think that's really what it's all about that's the only way you can really mess up is if you in the face of overwhelming scientific evidence and advice chose not to do it other than that you know guys keep doing your best out there keep if you don't if you haven't had it great i don't think it's inevitable that you're gonna get it i don't um but if you do i mean it is manageable i mean if i can do it 
you can do it. I'm a pussy. If, if I can do it, you can do it. So if I can handle it, you can handle it. That's that's the that's the important thing. But you know, I don't know if it's inevitable. I think the it's going to be a rough couple of weeks for sure. I don't know what the what's going to look like in the hospitals. I mean, I just me going out now. I'm not even sure when I'm going to go back in. When I'm going to be able to go back in. So. Healthcare workers are going to be calling out sick. There's going to be a lot of coverage. It's going to be a weird couple of months. I mean, really, I know this is super cliche, but I think it's more important than ever for us to be good to each other. Um, I think we have to right now because I think not only are we stressed because of the illness, just the chronic nature of it now has really, I think, affected us. I mean, it's hard for people to remain hopeful um, I think people are getting really down about the fact that like it, they feel like they're we're back at square one, and we're not. I think we're in a better place. I think we have we have a rough couple of weeks to months ahead of us, but I think we're in a better place. But it's hard. It's hard to not be down by just like how long this has gone on for. I think this is really surprising people, and and nobody wants to make any real predictions on what's going to happen, but. I don't know. I, I am remaining pretty hopeful about it. And I do think that if you remain careful and you keep doing the things you're doing that's got you this far, you're going to be in good shape. In my particular case, the way we ended up being exposed to it was not a shock to me. Um, there are some people who take precautions more than others. And there's some people who listen to sources of information like Fox News or One News that um, that just have a very very different uh, approach to coronavirus, the coronavirus and, and COVID safety. So I'm not totally shocked about about how it ended up getting into my family, getting to me. But at the end of the day, um, I still feel pretty good. You know, I'm feeling pretty good right now. So not amazing, but you know. I'm also an old man, so I don't ever feel amazing anymore. I don't know what I was expecting to feel. But uh, definitely on the mend. And like I said, if I can do it, you can do it. So the question for me is, you know, when can I go home? I think that really depends. You know, uh, the CDC guidelines are going to be changing, I think. There's the five days and then you can end quarantine. But my guess is that it's probably going to come out in the near future that there's some some variation of that, like five days in testing, or uh, they'll change it to maybe five to ten days and leave a little more wiggle room in there. I, I don't know. But I guess it'll depend if um, everyone else in my family stays asymptomatic and there's no other symptoms. I mean, I'll stay out here as long as it takes. Um, but we'll see how it goes. And I think I would like to be retested at one point. Um, I don't know how much I trust the rapid antigen testing at this point. I will personally, next time I do it, I will do the throat swab, even though ugh, oh, oh, I don't want that. Um, by the way, let's take a moment to appreciate that we don't have those deep nasopharyngeal swabs that went to the back of your brain. I can't tell you how much worse that is than what they do now. Like when I had my PCR test now, I almost wanted to be like, dude, shove it in there further. Come on, you're being real gentle with that thing. Just write the tip. I mean, come on, get it in there, man. Get in there. I mean, that might have been weird if I said that. But, I, you know, 
it's it's so much less invasive now. I really appreciate that. We definitely need to make testing a lot more accessible. It's ridiculous that testing is so hard to come by in this country. I mean, it's really a the one of the hallmark failures uh, of of the, our management of COVID. I mean, looking back on it, I think the lack of tests. I'm not even talking about them being cheaper. Um, just being accessible at all. It's really disappointing. It's really disappointing. Anyways, I really want to go home. This is uh, it's a nice hotel room. I even have a very nice view. But, man, just, this is the longest I've gone without seeing my family. And it's it's not good. It's not good for a guy's brain. I mean, I guess we're lucky we have the internet to keep us busy. Jeez. Because... <coughs> There you go. I'm gonna leave. I'm I'm gonna edit out. I think some of the coughs, but I'm gonna leave one in just so you believe I'm sick. <laughs> ah, screwed. I don't have the energy to edit anything, anyways. It all stays in. This all stays in. Probably not even gonna release this episode. Anyways, thank you all uh, very much for the support online. I really appreciate it. You guys have been great. You always uh, are super supportive, and such a fun group of people such a fun community around the show and, and i just love that and uh, i really appreciate you guys please stay safe out there um I, again i don't think it's inevitable that you can get it i think you just have to recognize that we're dealing with a very different situation now i don't recommend going indoors to places like grocery stores without an n95 or kn95 um i think outdoor is still pretty safe I don't think outdoor is really a problem, but even then, you know, uh, try to, I, I would say still to avoid super crowded places at this point. I mean, just be a little extra cautious for the next coming weeks. I don't think it'll mean you won't get it, but the longer you can delay it, the better. A big thank you again to all the people at my work that are covering me this week while I'm out. I really appreciate it. Um, and the irony of me probably one of the most cautious doctors being the first person in the department to get it uh, is not lost on me. Trust me, I get it. Again, my pride is a little injured, but it'll recover. Um, stay tuned. I am going to get back to regular interviews, hopefully in the very near future. Um, and, you know, uh, if you haven't already, please rate and review us at iTunes. Thank you to Nadine for help with uh, production and getting these episodes out to to the public, if you guys have any uh, thoughts about what you'd like to see in future episodes, if you have any thoughts about things you would like um, for me to cover uh, or guests, please let us know. Find us at Twitter at the House of Pod. You can email us, but to be honest with you, it's only me now really looking at the email, so I don't have that much time. So I probably won't check it. So your best bet is to send me uh, the the something on Twitter. To reach out to us on Twitter, our DMs are open there, and I do have some help in managing that account, so that that is probably the best place to find us. You guys all be safe out there, keep in touch, uh, and listen to some music from our band, The Resurrection Men, in the outro. All right, love you guys, take care. This podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult a physician or other qualified health care provider for your specific health care needs or concerns. 
The opinions expressed on this podcast do not represent the opinions of our employees. Details in the podcast have been changed so that patient identification is not possible.